In episode 11 of English for Czech People, we talk about eating kangaroos, we discuss my trip to America, lots of strange things happen there, and stay to the end for our words of the week and the difference between someone and some people. All right, we're back. Episode 11. Hello. We can talk again now. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back to you too. Back to the podcast after three weeks off. Mm -hmm. Usually we have a two-week interval between recording podcast episodes, but because uh, Jacob was on on vacay. Yeah, on uh, vacay. On holiday. Yeah. uh, We had a a three-week um, sabbatical. There you go. There's a word, uh, a way of saying taking a break, basically. But a sabbatical is usually like... I would see it as like if you're a professor in university and you take like a, a solid amount of time off, like a year or two, it's a sabbatical. Right? It's literally any time, uh, like it's used in, I mean, I, maybe perhaps more properly it's in that context, mm. but like people say, oh, I'm going to take a sabbatical for like, you know, a week yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've, no, yeah. I've not really heard that, to be honest. I wouldn't okay. use it in that context, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's nice to be back. We were saying before the, before we started recording, because the problem is... I want to just talk about everything straight away. Yes. But then you realize, oh shit, we forgot to record the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, you've got to save it up. You've got to yeah. save up the, the content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the, for the cast, you know. <laughs> for the pod. For the you pod. Say for the cast. For the cast? No, feels, you wouldn't say. F- that feels much more cool to me than, no, than the pod. For the pod. That's no, absolutely no, what no. people say. No, for the cast. I've heard it before, like cast. Okay. We're casting. We're just casting. It's definitely podcasting. No. It's right. for the pod and uh, do it for the pod. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. this this brings up a point. Um, a lot of people might might not know the expression "do it for the gram." You know this yeah, one? Of course. Yeah. So do it for the gram. Gram like Instagram. Yeah. And it means when you do something, I don't know, something dumb or something crazy, and you just do it for good Instagram photo. Yep. Yeah. Do it for the gram. Yep. I think it was like a hashtag at a point. Hashtag Probably. do it for the gram. I mean, everything's yeah. a hashtag. Do you so, do much yeah. stuff for the gram, Chris? Are you a big uh, grammar? <laughs> okay, much to the chagrin of some of my friends. Explain that one time. You said that once before. Yes, so. okay. So much to somebody's chagrin. It's a, so chagrin. Much, to, much to my chagrin. It means to my disappointment. Mm. Okay. I don't uh, use or this. Or to but... the annoyance. Um, or yeah. basically, like... To the, like, it causes negative <laughs> a certain yeah. amount of negative feelings in yeah. somebody. So much to the chagrin, and uh, chagrin or ch- chagrin. I don't chagrin. Really, I think it's. Chagrin. I, I really have never used this. I, okay, think this is a I use thing. it a lot. Okay. Um, I like it. Um, so much to my uh, the sh- much to the chagrin of some of my friends, um, I take photos. And yeah, I'm going to put that on Insta later. Right. And then I just never do. Right. So I've got a whole bunch of photos on my phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, that are just like never uploaded. And my um, my friend, my flatmate, she's an excellent uh, baker. Oh, yeah. And so she'll just made stuff and I'll like, I take a photo of it. And then she's like, I never saw it on Instagram. Why aren't you posting it on Instagram? Hmm. And yeah, she's quite upset at me for not, uh, for not doing okay. that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of, I kind of. I don't want to ostracize our audience here. Mm-hmm. Ostracize is a good word. It's when you uh, you say something that makes people not like you anymore, mm-hmm. or yeah, not 
you're not connected anymore. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and specifically from a group. So if somebody is ostracized, it's like it's ostracized from a group. Yeah. So you become ostracized from society. Yeah. Uh, the, student- Ju- the Jews before World War II were ostracized. Mm-hmm. Before he went all mental. Before he okay. went ham. All right. He just ostracized them. He was like, yeah, you're not welcome here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's two episodes in a row that we're talking about. Uh, the Holocaust? Uh, uh, Did we? No, no, we didn't. Oh, Jews. No, about Jews, yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. I had the word, uh, oh, wait, yeah, so diaspora. But that was actually a couple episodes <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah, so I, kind, I don't want to ostracize our audience, but I kind of hate people that take fucking photos of every meal they have, you know? Mm-hmm. I know people, like, you go to a restaurant and there's always that, 22 year old girl taking the photo of whatever food came out and I kind of hate do you do that uh, I do as well and I, so I understand yeah. what you mean but to me it is a um, it is a matter of degrees mm. like if you just bust your phone out like okay that's a nice photo all right that's it but the, uh, to me that's fine and that's what I do okay all right because your know, food can be beautiful it can look really, really yeah. nice. Yeah, true. So yeah. if something is visually pleasing, right. why wouldn't you want to take a, a picture yeah. of it to remember it? Um, but yeah, the ones that's like a, a setting up a whole bloody photo shoot and mm. take 10 minutes yeah. uh, and are like forcing their friends and others like, no, no, you can't eat that. It's not like, yeah. Like I, I, I will keep a friend from eating for like five seconds. Right. And then that's it. If it's any more, like if I can't get a photo in that time, that's it. It's yeah. over. I'm yeah. not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm just not that into it. I did it in America once because mm-hmm. I just wanted to take a photo of this like American breakfast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you following the English for Czech people Instagram? You better be. Yes. <laughs> you better be. You don't seem to like many of my photos, but okay. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I'm not an Instagrammer at all. Sure. I'm not even a photo person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rarely take photos. If you look at my phone, it's like, 10 photos a year after some random stuff. I just don't yeah. take photos. Mm-hmm. I would, when I go on holiday, I do. I take maybe a few mm-hmm. just to remind myself of the holiday. Mm-hmm. But uh, in my normal life, I don't really have that much stuff worth photographing, you know? What about you? Like, uh, are you a big, you into photos? Uh, okay, so like I'll, I'll take them. Again, like I'll take them, but I, I don't usually upload them to Instagram. But not like many yeah. i don't take heaps of photos heaps yeah uh yeah, yeah not huge not, okay. not not huge yeah. Uh, yeah it's not something that i care a massive amount yeah. about like my previous phone it didn't have a great camera right. and for other people that would be like it's devastating yeah but for me it was like ah oh, all right whatever yeah. it's fine it blows my mind when people upgrade their phones for the camera because I'm like, I don't use it. Mm. Everyone talks about iPhone cameras, whatever. I, I don't care mm-hmm. if it looks basically fine. Okay. You know? But you bought this one for the camera? Uh, yeah, but that was for this podcast yes. <laughs> for doing videos because there's nice videos apparently. You mm-hmm. know? See, mm-hmm. I, do, I do my stuff for other people. Oh, I, don't, I don't do okay. it. For, Look at you. You're I'm uh, so I'm selfless. Very noble. Uh. Yeah. Noble is a good word. It's like, because in Czech, noble mm-hmm. means posh. But the word noble in English means like selfless, I would say. A little say. bit, like a good deed for other yeah. people. You just Usually nice for, other for people. someone else. Yeah. yeah exactly. So to do something for a noble cause. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, what's cause in Czech? I've, I forgot what that is. Um, duvod, motive. Motive, that's nice. Yeah, or ziel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to do something for a noble cause. Yeah. Like uh, a perfect example of this would be uh, donating to the English for Czech People podcast through buymeacoffee.com sure. forward slash EFCP. That would be donating to a noble cause. Sure. Paying for me, mine and Chris's holiday to Australia. 
<laughs> right? It's basically charity. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. We would appreciate your charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to plug that again. That's the, that's the only one. Maybe right. rather than doing it at the end of the episode, I try and sneak it in somehow in each one. Sure. Sneak yeah. In the, you know, in a funny way, try and sneak it in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Seg yeah. into it in a, yeah, uh, yeah. in a nice way. And that is, uh, so that's some good vocab as well to sneak in. Um, so to sneak is something like vis livet, I think. I saw this in su- subtitles recently. When you kind of uh, insert something, it can be fit like with conversation topics. It's when you somehow sneakily, nenarpadnia, put this little thing into the topic. I'm explaining this really badly. I didn't sleep very well last night. Okay. Do you want to have a go at explaining slip, uh, not slip in, sneak in? Okay. Well, first Jesus. of all, let's, let's let's explain the word um, sneak. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, past tense of it is snuck. Snuck. <laughs> but there is a hilarious uh, Conan O'Brien clip <laughs> okay. where uh, he and oh, Jennifer Connolly doesn't matter um, uh, have an argument about the past tense of sneak. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway. Um, uh, to sneak is something that a spy, a mm. spion, would do. Spion. They yeah. would move in a very quiet, uh, silent, careful way yeah. so as not to attract attention. Yeah, like to secretly get into somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. yeah. To sneak into a building. Yeah, okay. to sneak into a club or something if you're like a 17-year-old. You know, yep. you've, got, you've yeah, got to yeah. sneak in the back door, like kind of like Nenar Patnia, carefully, sneakily. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sneakily. There we go. <laughs> That's the perfect example of what a basic teacher does, using another word to describe the same word. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah, to to just secretly go in somewhere. Nenarpadnia. So that's yourself, okay? Yep. You can sneak into a place, but then you can sneak something else into another thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I could, uh, I don't know, sneak some alcohol into yeah. this water, for example. Yeah. Um, nice. Uh, but then, yeah, you can sneak a... Topic into yeah. a discussion. Yeah. Like if you've got like a super Christian friend, you can say she just somehow manages to sneak Jesus into every freaking story she tells. Sure. You know, she just sneaks him in the back door somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she sneaks him in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then the opposite, sort of the opposite of that, like the same thing, but the opposite would be uh, to shoehorn something. In. Oh, that's quite good yeah yeah so it's like it's not subtle it's not nena padni yeah uh it's, it it's is not padni yeah it's yeah. very very obvious yeah um so to really just shoehorn a subject into mm. a discussion so you force it in there when it doesn't naturally fit yes yeah, yeah. because the a shoehorn is the little bit of plastic the curved bit of plastic yeah. that people have at their front door yeah. that helps them put their shoes on yeah which i only realized i only found out a couple years ago what that thing's called oh in english yeah really i had never okay. used a shoehorn in my life right until i moved to prague and i bought like some work shoes that didn't really get on because mm. i just had trainers before sure i think i'd never had grown-up shoes in my life <laughs> why would i you know <laughs> grown-up was perhaps a word that Dos people Bielli. might yeah Dos yeah. basically Dos yeah you can say uh, yeah grown-up grown-up both shoes. as a noun and an adjective yeah, i'm a grown-up i do grown-up things yep in my mm. grown-up shoes yep yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yes yeah, so i bought a shoehorn so i realized i didn't know what to search into like google for what to buy right I was like, what's that fuck as so i was typing in google what's that thing you use to help put on your shoes like a total student <laughs> yeah uh, and just back to that sneaky thing so to sneak to sneak in you sneak into a place sneak mm. a topic into conversation and a nice adjective is sneaky 
you can say, oh, she's very sneaky. Mm-hmm. It's like she's she's good at like getting things in either physically or or not physically. Um, but when you're good at doing that, yep. you know. Um, can't think of a great example now, but yeah, maybe it'll come up later. Yeah. He's a very sneaky guy. Yeah, anyway, it's nice to be back. Uh, I kind of feel like it's been a long time. I feel like it's been longer than it's been. Sure. Just because of like, so much has happened in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. But before I start talking about myself, uh, Chris, how's your last few weeks been? We've not talked for a while. How's uh, things been going? Yeah, more or less fine. Um, not a whole lot to, to talk about, yeah. though I also indulged in American culture over the oh, past yeah. three weeks because it was Thanksgiving at the yes. time of recording. Yes. Um, Thanksgiving, uh, it was a week and a day ago, but mm. we celebrated it on Saturday instead of Thursday yeah. because it's not a public holiday here. So right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, Saturday was the best day for us to okay. do it, and that was lovely. So what it did was you very do? Nice. Uh, well, we prepared a turkey, obviously. It was a 10 kilo turkey, big boy. I don't know what that means in terms of size. Is that that's, that's big, I it's guess? It's big, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's quite large. It, okay, let me put it this way. It barely fit into the oven. Right. All right, like we had to take out part of the uh, part of the oven just so that it could fit in there. Right, okay. Um, but eventually, uh, eventually you, it was Where did you fun. get it? Uh, through Macro. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We have a connection um, that sounds more. You got an insider, uh, yeah, basically. macro insider. <laughs> he managed to sneak. Oh yeah, so sneak out. You can also sneak things out secretly, kind of get it out. Sure. So he somehow managed to. He he snuck that turkey out the back door with uh-huh. no one noticing. That kind of thing. Okay. Well, you're, no, it wasn't. You're waiting there in your gray truck, you know. <laughs> Um, your white van. Um, yeah, that's no, why I, mean, like, I wanted to say yeah, the white van. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it wasn't anything. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, here's a far too fancy word. Oh. Surreptitious. Oh. Okay. Uh, it wasn't anything bad. No, yeah. like we bought it legitimately. Right. It was yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just saying, like, not everybody just has access to yeah. macro. You know access what I mean? to turkeys. Yeah, yeah. 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 But anyway, so we got the turkey. It was very big. Um, I made my potato salad, uh, oh. which is a big hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, there were a whole bunch of sides, mm. side dishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is that pshilohi? Uh, I think pshilohi. Yeah. Uh, just Maybe. not the main meal. It's something Maybe. that you have on the side, like mashed potatoes, right. etc. I didn't realize that potato salad was a traditional Thanksgiving I don't, th- I, I don't. I don't think, it, think, I don't it, think is, it is, but I just look. It's one thing that I make, and I make it very, very well. Okay, uh, I'm quite so proud you, of my. You come in handy at Christmas time, then. Yes, you check Christmas. Mm-hmm. I bet you're very popular. Definitely, Chris and his potato salad. Absolutely, yeah. Nice. People, uh, people want. The how recipe. did you learn how to make such a good one? Uh, my mum, and uh-huh. she learnt it, I believe, from my dad's mum. So it's been passed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. Passed down through the generations. There you go, yeah. I think we had that word before. We have to pass pass down down or to pass on. Yeah, yeah. Because in episode one, I talked about how my dad was able to pass on the Slovak citizenship. Exactly. Slovak citizenship to me. So the difference between pass on and pass down, I think pass on would be kind of like when you die and you pass on your... No, actually, no, it's not when you die because your dad didn't die. Yeah. So. Okay, oh. I, I would say that like f- to pass down, it is specifically from an older generation yeah. to a younger generation. And I would say it's kind of like skills, wouldn't you say? Sure. Yeah, this is a, this recipe was passed, or not skills or useful things, like mm-hmm. the recipe was passed down yep. 
through the generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it went through multiple generations. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the difference. Yeah. When passed down, it sounds like it went down quite a few. Yeah. 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 It, it, it yeah. has a. Um, it gives a feeling of like of length. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Um, yeah. So who who did you cook Thanksgiving for? Just you and your flatmate, or did you have a whole, uh, okay, whole gang? Definitely not just uh, uh, yeah. just us. Ten, that would, uh, five kilos each. Quite a lot of turkey. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was for seven of us okay. in total. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there were seven of us. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so some uh, friends, um, uh, some very very long time friends okay. uh, that I've had uh, in um, since my time in Prague. Nice. Yep. Did yep. they all contribute something to the meal, or basically yes? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nice. Um, whether it was stuffing or a green bean mm-hmm. casserole or mashed potatoes or green some bean casserole. Yep. So that's what it is. Okay. Because I also had a I had a really good Thanksgiving because I was in America okay, for then. it. Um, and so I was, I was staying. So my first week I was in Texas. Second week I was in Nebraska. Okay. Uh, yeah, pretty random. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was staying with my two really good friends from Prague. Um, really cool people. They both work on the Air Force base there. They got a huge Air Force base. I don't know if it's huge, but it's like ten thousand people. I don't know how big that is in terms of American bases, but pretty big place. Um, and their parents, or the girls' parents as a couple, the girls' parents came over for Thanksgiving and they had prepared a turkey. The mum had been up like all night, you know, because you have to take care of this turkey. It's not just like you put it in and leave it. You have to take it out, I think, and put the juice over it. All the, yeah. I don't you know. have to baste it, <laughs> yeah. You have to baste that turkey. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not good English, but... What are you talking about? Yes, it is. But I'm just saying, how often do you say... Based when you're cooking something, when you're cooking a turkey, when you're cooking lots of things, you baste a ham. You would baste, perhaps, baste a roast chicken. You okay, baste a lot of things. All right, so baste is when you like you suck out the juice, right, and you put it over the top of the meat sure. to keep it moist, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, or just like coating. Um, the whatever it is in uh, in yeah. the oven in juice, either its own or something else. Maybe you have right. some sort of marinade that you cover it with right. again. So yeah. anyway, so she was up basting this turkey all night, mm-hmm. and uh, I to, it was really good. It was like a proper Thanksgiving. So sure. it was turkey, mashed potatoes, but really nicely done. Mm-hmm. Uh, this green bean casserole thing, which I've never seen before. It's delicious. It was mm-hmm. great. Cranberry sauce, right. bunch of vegetables, amazing gravy. I used to think that English gravy was the best, but American gravy is really nice. Okay. They, I mean, is it really like a national thing that it's like, oh, well, Americans make it this way and British I think so. people make I think it so. this way? I've, not uh, just like different kinds of gravy? I've never had this sausage. So everywhere I went, they had sausage gravy. Okay. Which I've never seen in England before or here. Okay. Yeah. And it was delicious. We had pumpkin pie afterwards. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, actually, no, that, that's not true. Sorry. It was a sweet potato pie. Okay. Pretty good. All right. All right. Too good. Yeah, yeah. So I I enjoyed that. I love a good Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. Uh, I've had a couple in Prague. I went to some restaurants the last couple of years because I, I love it. Mm. And I was just it was a letdown every time. Okay. And this is a good English. That good, is good, good English. A letdown is a more natural way to say a disappointment. Yep. So I I don't think that I say disappointment very much. Mm. I would much more likely say a letdown. Yep. Um, and the verb rather than saying to disappoint, I would say to let down. Yeah. So I say Chris, come on, don't let me down. Mm-hmm. It's like don't, say, disappoint, don't disappoint, don't disappoint me. me but that's yeah, weird. that sounds. It doesn't yeah, sound natural to let down. So yeah, but especially this a uh, letdown is used really quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, it was not a letdown. It was delicious. All right, fantastic, yeah. great, great. Yeah. So um, 
Any other stuff from the last few weeks? Any festivals or going out, crazy parties? Definitely not. No, no, no. no. That's it. So yeah. tell us more. Back to, back oh, yeah. to you and, and the US. Yeah, tell yeah. us about everything. So, uh, well, what did you make of it? What did I make of it? What was my opinion of it? Well, to be honest, every time I go to America, I come back thinking, why did I do that? <laughs> because I don't know why. But I don't like it there very much, but I always, I always forget. Okay. Because I've been there, I think this was trip six or seven, so it's been quite wow. a few times. And you I've, should learn your lesson. You should have I've learned your lesson by now. I hated it every time I've gone there. Uh, because I never go there for like tourism. I go there to see people. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know why, but I have a lot of people I know are American. And they were, they were living in Prague before, then now they live in America, and mm-hmm. they offer to let me stay with them for free. And I think, okay, fine, let's do it. And it's always a spontaneous, it's never a, a thought out plan. Sure. It's never well thought out. It's just spontaneous. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just find it kind of boring there in a few ways. Just like, firstly, just the design of the, the towns and everything. Everything's in a grid. Everything's straight roads. Everything's made to be like as efficient as possible. And it's just kind of boring. I don't okay. know. And it's not. In, in terms of roads, it's not, um, yeah. uh, the American traffic system in most cities yeah. is absolutely terrible. Yeah. Uh, the way that it's designed is incredibly inefficient. Yeah. I just hate how the towns have no personalities because everything's like in a block. Yep. Everything Here, like everything's kind of so different. There's different parts of Prague look completely different to other parts and it's not just one massive long grid. And we, because of that, we can walk around. Like over there, where I was staying, it was like a 15-minute walk to even like go to a cafe or something. Mm. It was just kind of, a, you can't just like walk around no. and, and enjoy things. And I, obviously, I don't have a car over there. So it's a bit limiting in terms of what you can do. Yeah, um, yeah so I don't know. I don't know. I don't like the people as well. There's so many crazy people there. Okay. Just the concentration of crazies is way higher than over here. Um, this is going to be very controversial. I'm going to I'm going to uh, ostracize statistically about 40% of our audience now. Uh, but I'm pro vaccine. Uh-huh. Shocker. Shock. Uh-huh. Uh, and I did not meet a single vaccinated person over there in two weeks. Really? Including my friends. Really? Including their parents. Every random that I met in a pub or a cafe, everyone I talked to. And not that I was asking them, hey, are you vaccinated? They would just come out and tell me, oh, have you got that vaccine? It's a fucking conspiracy, Chinese conspiracy. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like, they were so... Meanwhile, Pfizer is an American company. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh, man. But um, it was just kind of strange. The first day I went there, so I... Firstly, I missed my flight going there. That was the first drama that happened. Okay. So, because it was a, I had a connecting flight. And I learned this in Czech. Is it Navuzny, I think? Navuzuitsi or something like that. Like uh, the, the second flight. So I had a connecting flight in Frankfurt. And there was about 90 minutes between the two flights. So I got off the first plane in Frankfurt. And I went and I joined the uh, security queue. I've never seen a queue like it in my life. Absolutely huge because mm-hmm. they were checking everyone's corona papers. Of course. Vaccine plus PCR at the security thing. And they were taking their time talking to people as well. Okay. And I would say there was at least a few hundred people in this queue, but it, it felt like a thousand, but I think it was probably a few hundred. So I went through that queue. And then the second queue, there was, there was like another queue afterwards, again, to check your corona papers. And I was like, the fuck? We just checked my papers. I literally couldn't have gotten here if I hadn't already shown you my papers, mm. you know? 
third conditional. I couldn't mm. have gotten here if you hadn't <laughs> checked my papers. Check out our Essential English course on efcp.cz to learn about that. Okay. Excellent way of sneaking that in there. I snuck that in. You snuck that I in snuck quite that in. expertly. Yeah. So I went into this second fucking queue. I was like, what the fuck? Why am I? I had to wait another, another half an hour in that queue. And the flight was leaving in about two minutes. But I wasn't freaking out because I knew that half the people behind me were on that same flight. Because yep. I've been talking to people on the queue. And I thought, well, they're not going to take off when half the people are not on the flight. On the flight. Mm-hmm. Would you assume the same? I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, a uh, little trick is, a uh, little tip here is do not assume that. Mm. Because they do take off no matter who's not on the plane. Because okay. I got to the gate. There was no one there. So I went up to the lady. Um, this is nice. To go up to someone. If someone's at a, a reception desk or something, you often say to go up to them. That's quite nice to go up to. So I went up to the lady and I, and I was like, so what's going on? Where's the flight? And she's like, oh, it's gone. Bear in mind, it was only five minutes after the departure time. Right. So I was like, what well, the fuck? Half the people are not on the plane. And she was like, well, half of them were. <laughs> and, she, and she said it like that. Well, half of them were. That- so fuck you was the kind of... Insinuation. I, honestly, I respect that. Yeah. That's amazing. That is yeah. amazing. It was, Holy yeah. shit. That's incredible. It was. It was pretty funny. Like, I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's a very snarky thing for her to say. Yeah. So snark is like smart ass. Yeah. Something, something smart in like a teasing or slightly mean. Yeah. Uh, like a little bit. Smart way. but mean. I yeah. like that. So yeah. snarky. Like uh, she teenagers was a, are very snarky. Yeah. To, well, this lady was about 45, but she mm-hmm. was German, so... Okay, then. Uh, I guess in Germany, they like things to be on time. I guess that's a thing. Yes, that right. very much is a, uh, a stereotype yeah, of I know, German yeah, yeah, efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I went... This was Lufthansa, by the way, so German airline as well. Okay. Uh, so I went to the help desk, and I was like, you know, I missed my flight. Mm-hmm. Help me out, please. And she said, uh, well, um, I'm sorry, but it looks like you're the only person from Prague who didn't make the flight. Okay. And I was like, What? How is that possible? I was like, firstly, how many people were doing the same as me, going from mm-hmm. Prague to Frankfurt to Texas? And she was mm-hmm. like, oh, five. I was like, okay, so four people just happened to be five minutes ahead of me in the queue. I don't think that's a huge st- statistical... Uh, Probability? Wonder. Like, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like crazy that they, they got on and I didn't. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, it looks bad because uh, this looks like it's your fault. <laughs> and I was like, what? I guarantee I did not do... I couldn't have been faster. Yeah. I went straight from the plane to the queue. I stood there like a good British boy. Mm. I didn't push through. I'm polite in queues. I'm not one of these dickheads who's pushing through the queue or jumping the queue. Mm-hmm. So I did my time. I stood in the queues. You know, this is like if you're from England, you see a queue, you join a, you join a queue. That's what yep. you do. And she was like, well, I'm sorry, but it's, uh, it really looks like it was your fault. So we can't give you a, a replacement flight. And I was like, what are you talking about? How am I supposed to prove yeah. that it wasn't my fault? You know, this girl was about, I guess she was about 30. She was quite good looking as well. And I don't know. Because that's important, apparently. <laughs> well, I think it is a little bit because I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to try and be super nice and friendly mm-hmm. and see if I can get myself out of this situation, you know? So I was just like super nice. I was like making an effort not to freak out, 
just being chill. I started talking to her a little bit about just random stuff. And in the end, I think, I guess, either she liked me or she was annoyed by me. Probably annoyed. But she's like, okay, fine, I'll talk to my manager. Okay. And I was like, sweet. And then, so she went and talked to the manager and she's like, okay, fine, we'll make an exception for you. We can okay. get you on the same flight tomorrow. How generous of them. So nice of them to give me a free flight. But the next day. That so, you paid for. That so I paid for, yeah. <laughs> and she was just saying how it's suspicious that I was the only person at the help desk, right? Because I was, which I thought was weird. But as soon as she said that she'll give me the flight, I swear to God, like 50 people came around the corner saying, we missed the same flight. Okay. And she was like, okay. So I guess it's not your fault. Mm. I was like, yeah, thanks. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much. Whatever. What was her name? Anyway, um, yeah. So I got the flight. I had to stay in Frankfurt for a day. So I made the most of that experience. Okay. Oh, yeah. I went to a... I told you. I texted you this whilst I was there. So I got the train into Frankfurt. Mm -hmm. um, have you been? To Frankfurt? No. Interesting city. Apparently, it's the only German city that's like designed to look like an American one. Okay. So it's like very big on the skyscrapers. Okay. Uh, doesn't feel like Germany. Really? I thought there was like the only city like that in Europe was in Poland, and I don't even know the oh, one yeah. in Poland, but. I don't okay. know about that. Yeah. But, um, but no, that makes sense. And like, I believe Frankfurt is like a business capital. I believe the it's country. the financial center. Or one of, it's one of the financial mm. centers. Mm -hmm. And that the, the people who designed the city designed it to look like an American city. Okay. Don't know why. But um, anyway, what was I talking about? So yeah, I got there and I was looking at places to go for food and I saw like Australian bar. Okay. I was like, sweet, I have to go because of Chris. So I went to the Australian bar. I don't know, I just thought you would appreciate it. Yeah. I, apparently you don't, but I no, thought- No, this is great. <laughs> I thought, you, I thought you might. Uh, and the menu, on the first thing on the menu was fucking kangaroo burger. Oh yeah, man. What? I yeah. assumed kangaroos are like protected species. Quite the opposite. I thought it was like a tiger burger. You can't, or like elephant burger. Quite the opposite. No. Uh, you fucking so, eat them? Yeah, uh, emu as well. Um, yeah, no. This uh, is common in Australia? Definitely. You can buy it in the supermarket. No. It's in a specific section, but, but yes, you can buy it in the supermarket. But does that supermarket. mean that you like, you, you raise, or you rear, uh, you you like what's the word? You rear them on purpose to eat them, like you do with cows. Maybe like they're ca just kangaroo farms. They're just hunted a lot. Like okay, so it's not like it's a whole farm of kangaroos. Maybe I, honestly, I don't know. Okay, uh, but kangaroos are um, are hunted. They are. Uh, Culled. Okay, so to mm. cull yeah. is to kill a large population of a species on pers on mm -hmm. purpose mm -hmm. because there's just too many of them. Yeah, and so cull is C U L L. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's like a nice way to say kill. Yes, because you don't want to say you don't want to say like oh let's go and kill all the all the bears. You know. Yeah. Let's cull them. Yes. Yeah. So okay. So you've got uh, a bit of a problem. Yes. Kangaroos so kangaroos in Australia are similar to like deer in most parts of the world, right? Uh, particularly, particularly uh, the United States, and then wild boars in many right. places. Like here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where there's just too many of them, um, and so there are people who's it's basically it's their job to go hmm. out and hunt kangaroos and kill them because there are too many of them. Right. This comes in, uh, this, like this comes and goes because yeah. sometimes the population is it fine and then the population, yeah, 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 it fluctuates, exactly. Um, so sometimes it's like kangaroo uh, killing season and yeah. And sometimes, Some, but sometimes most of you the time, I, my understanding is that like there are at least parts of Australia where it's just like, year round right. and it's a person's job to I, do that I thought you like you like the kangaroos of course we like them I thought a person sees a kangaroo and they're like oh sweet kangaroo yeah they're not like oh sweet dinner can be though sweet. depends on where you are okay well I didn't yeah. know about this yep. uh, I didn't have it because it felt wrong 
Oh, re- dude, kangaroo is delicious. It tastes so good. <laughs> really? It's the reddest meat. It's so it's so richly red and it's delicious. The best steak. I think we just found our title for the episode. Kangaroo is delicious. It is. <laughs> um, What's it taste like? Uh, it has okay. So I was teaching this yesterday. So it has a gamey flavor. Okay. So uh, game meat. We use the word game. Yeah. Um, that counts. To, as, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, we use the word game to talk about like animals that you eat, but not cows or pigs or sheep or chickens. These are like wild animals. I thought it was typically small things like rabbits and pheasants and that kind of stuff. Well, perhaps I didn't, didn't realize it could be bigger, like a boar. I wouldn't say absolutely. That's game. That's game. A thousand percent, it is. Yeah. But does it come from hunting? Maybe. Yes, because because like, it's hunting is a game. Yeah, gamekeepers. So mislivets, a mislivets is a gamekeeper. Is it? Yes. Wow. Double check me. Uh, but yes, a mislivets is a gamekeeper. I taught this. I've heard yesterday. the word mislivets, but I've forgotten what it means. Yep. Mislivets, game dude. Yep. Wow. How do you so, know that? Uh, like I said, I taught it yesterday. Levitz, gamekeeper. Um, so, like Hagrid in Harry Potter is a gamekeeper. Yeah. Oh, really? He's the gameskeeper. Oh, that's cool. Um, uh, Good to know. Yeah. So they can, they are in control, or they take care of these animals. Right. All right. Um, and then, so these animals, when you eat them, like they taste like that. Yeah. Right. So it has this gamey flavor. <laughs> right. Um, but it's awesome. It has a a, a bit of like a, a a metallic taste, but not in a bad way. <laughs> Right. Um, well, I think I've never had anything that would count as game. Okay. I'm trying to Not think. even rabbit. Uh, I'm highly against eating rabbits because I had okay. them as pets when oh, I was growing okay. up. I had two rabbits okay. from when I was very young until I was a teenager. Uh, it just felt wrong. Okay. You know, uh, I'm a bit of a weirdo in that like my, my two favorite animals are rabbits, number one. Uh, ducks number two. Okay, yeah, ducks are awesome. Uh, and ducks they are also awesome. Taste, <laughs> and they also oh, taste delicious. Oh God, okay. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is why I don't eat duck because I like them as animals. Okay, oh, um, duck tastes so good. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, the vegans listening are probably hating this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. I guess I will ca- try a kangaroo. At some yeah, point. when you get the chance. I wonder if you Definitely. can get it in Prague. You, probably, you can. probably can. Yep. Yeah. You know? uh, at the uh, the Royal Down Under on. Oh, really? Is it, is it on? No, it's not Italiska. What's the 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 road? Vin- to I think so. Yes, that the eleven that's and the thirteen. My, that's my street. Yep. More or less. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So the Royal Down Under. Really? I'm yep. Go there tonight. Yep. The Say Royal... hello to Ash. He owns that. He okay. owns that bar. Shout out to Ash. Top bloke from. The Royal Down Under. Yep. Right. Um, why are we talking about kangaroos? Uh, because you got went to this Australian restaurant. Yeah, so I went to the, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, long story short, I ended up in America, in Dallas. It was fine. Got mm-hmm. off the plane, 25 degrees. Okay. Oh, that was nice. All going right. from, going from, we had this before, but I really wanted to emphasize that this was in episode... Mm. Oh, geez. Four. To go from something to something, how it changes. So it went from five degrees here to 25 degrees over there. Sure. Man, that was just nice. Because that was half the reason I went there. I was like, I just want to be in the the warm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So then I got uh, got an Uber to my town. Um, Nice little kind of quite... Quite nice town, kind of what you imagine Texas would look like okay. with that, like with the main street, kind of like old looking buildings there, lots of lots of dive bars. Okay. I've been telling a lot of people what dive bar means this week. It's like a paisal, basically, it's like a kind of like a shitty bar. It's a bit dark, probably hopefully cheap, but I quite like dive bars. What about you? 
Um, you know? I don't go out drinking enough to have an opinion okay. on them. All right. Um, okay, there's one dive bar in Prague that I've definitely been to and I really, really didn't like it. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if I, look, if I had to say probably no, I'm not okay. that partial to it. Okay. But All right. It's, yeah. All right, well, uh, we're not going to it because we're, we're going out this evening for a little, uh, little team dinner. And it's not exactly a dive bar, but it's owned by one of our students, Pavel, if you're listening, okay. Pavel. Thanks for inviting us. Um, and there's going to be some music there. He okay. said, kind of country music. Okay. So just prepare yourself. Because <laughs> right. I don't know what's good. It's kind of a dive bar in a dive bar area. And when they say live music, I'm not sure what that really means. Sure. But anyway, so I went to this dive bar. And firstly, there's a big sign on the wall. It's like, please don't bring your firearms into the bar. Okay. Firearms is uh, the official way to say guns. Yep. Um, it's like only in America you see that. It's like really like, please... It wasn't like you can't. It said, mm -hmm. please don't. Please don't, yeah. Because in Texas, I, man, I'm not really into guns, but I learned so much about guns on this trip because every okay. American loves guns. Not just like they're allowed guns, they love them. Everyone that I've met anyway. Not everyone, I'm exaggerating, but most people are really into guns. And in Texas, in most states, anyone can own a gun, but you have to get a license to carry it outside. There's two types of carry. There's open carry and concealed carry. Open carry means you can have it showing, visible on your person. And concealed carry means that you can hide it on your person. But you can take it outside and walk around with it. And you have to get a license for this. But I asked about what's the process of getting a license. And they say, oh, you just send an application form with 50 bucks and you get it. You don't have to do a test or anything. Uh, but in Texas, they have a thing called constitutional carry. Are you aware of this? Oh, no. This is a whole, this is a very controversial topic right now in, in America. Apparently, a few states have this thing called constitutional carry, which basically means that thanks to the Constitution, that's their reasoning, you can do whatever the fuck you want with your gun without a license. Okay. You can carry it outside, you can take it to Walmart, you can do whatever you want. Okay. Basically, it means constitutional carry means there's no rules okay obviously you can't just like shoot people in the face for no reason that's bad but you can carry your gun i am aware of certain things happening going on uh where right. that is like that's the, even that get, is coming into we're question gonna, we're a gonna bit. get political today yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but continue that, that whole kyle rittenhouse thing was going down the mm. week that i was there it was mm. like the only conversation topic oh dude oh, i'm sure man. especially in texas it was rough. holy shit it was rough yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. anyway so uh went into this dive bar it was about two o'clock in the afternoon and there was these 10 old guys with cowboy hats on, cowboy boots. And I was like, sweet, this is exactly what I imagined, but didn't really believe it would be that way. Sure. I thought like all oh, this cowboy hats and stuff, is just in the movies, but it was really, it was real life. I was like, this is great. Yeah. It's just like going to Germany and seeing people actually wearing lederhosen. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah, I've not seen that, but I would, okay, I would no, be I down for that. Have. And yeah. it wasn't even during like Is that um, the sexy Oktoberfest. dress thing? Well, that's called the dirndl. The, what the woman <laughs> yeah. wears is called the dirndl and what the man wears is lederhosen. Okay. I'm not really uh, too knowledgeable about this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but anyway, continue. Anyway, yeah. So I just sat on a table by myself, minding my own business. Good. Staral semse or sebe. And one of these guys came over to me. And this is a word that I wanted to focus on today, if you don't mind. Please. Is to go or come over to someone. I've taught this to pretty much every class that I've done this week. Um, which means when two people are in a room... And both of you are in the room, and one person approaches the other person. Sure. Like they, uh, like it's like przybliżet or przyjdza uh, niekomu. 
někomu, ne, něčím, někým, někým, yeah, okay, přijít za někým. Okay. Anyway, so this is to go over to someone, go over to, the over means like you're kind of walking there, which is different from come to, because a lot of Czech people think přijít za is come to, mm-hmm. And it does exist. You can say, come to Chris, go to Chris. But that means in, in a more general way. Like if you join a company, they would say, okay, if you've got any issue, got any questions about salary, then go to John. Mm-hmm. If you've got any issues with your boss, come to me. Yep. In a general sense. But this come over to or go over to is when you're both in the same room. Um, obviously based on the perspective. So this guy came over to me and he was like, hey, bro. I can't do the accent. He's like, hey, bro. <laughs> who are you basically who are you yeah yeah i was like uh, i'm jacob <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's like where are you from man and i'm like i'm from england but i live in czech republic you know which i, I you know i hate because i hate saying i'm from england because then they think you live in england yeah you know what do you say when people ask you where you're from uh just australia you know well i mean yeah i haven't been out of the country in a very very long you don't time add on so I the, say, but i live in czech republic but uh no i'll say yeah so originally from australia but i've been living in the czech republic right. for the past however long okay yeah so yeah. i was like yeah i've been living in czech republic and he's like oh sweet that's awesome do you want to come to the bar we'll buy some drinks what would you do in that situation 10 old, 60 to 70 year old guys that look pretty cowboyish okay pretty basic in a dive bar All right, you know what? Like, I think in this situation, I, I would like to think that I would have a when in Rome attitude <laughs> right. or like, let's take advantage of this. And let's, look, these are good old boys. They're probably just out having a good time. Yeah. They want me to come over and have a good time with right. them. Yeah. And yeah, I would go over and talk to them. And look, they're probably... they will probably say some maybe controversial things to yeah, yeah. In our perspective. Oh, for sure, yeah. And like... I'd just go with it. Go with the flow. Right. Yeah, we had this word before we must have done to go yes, with definitely. to go with we, the flow. We absolutely have yeah. in like the first or second episode for sure. Yeah. I would just go with it. Yeah. Even if episode they said two. something that I would completely disagree right. with. I would just be like, yeah, all right, man. It's funny sure. you say that because that's exactly what happened. So I went over there. Good. Say again, go over. I went over there. Mm-hmm. I went over there and I sat down. Super friendly guys. I'm sure. And they were all... Southern s- hospitality is yeah, a yeah. legendary That's thing. That's what's funny about America. So many contradictions because they're so friendly, but also so crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and it all kind of like blends together. And it's like, do I like them? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because like, if they weren't so friendly, it would be like, definitely not. Because they're all super pro-Trump, super anti-vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all believe in these weird conspiracy theories. Yeah. So that's basically what they talked about. They bought me a bunch of whiskeys. Uh, I think we had like five or six whiskeys together. We all got fairly drunk okay. with these old guys, but we had a great time. That sounds awesome, dude. Uh, I was there for like three or four hours uh-huh. and I wasn't really planning on staying there, but we had a great time. But the conversation topics, man, it was a situation I had to just basically pretend to be a different person. Oh yeah, Because sure. firstly, it was all about Trump. Obviously, okay. they're all, everyone in the South is super pro-Trump. Yeah. I am not. Sorry, listeners, if you are but uh, we can still love each other anyway, despite our political differences. But uh, you just have to nod. Keep at you. Nod mm-hmm. along. Nod oh, and yeah. smile. Smile and nod. Smile and, and nod. And then it was all about how Biden's trying to take their guns away. Yep. And I was like, is he though? Yeah. I don't think he said that. But, yep. you know, because um, he's very clearly said, I don't take your guns, just have more restrictions, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, and then they were talking about the coronavirus as a conspiracy. It's like my, my cousin had coronavirus and he's fine. My mm. other one got vaccinated and he's dead. <laughs> so therefore, 
vaccines kill you. Yeah. And I was like, okay, sound logic there. Okay, so this is, uh, uh, so this is what we call anecdotal evidence. Yeah, oh my God, I'm so glad you said that because I taught that three times today. I teach it quite a lot, yes. Yeah. Yeah, anecdotal evidence. It? Okay, so in Czech, so you have in Czech the word anecdote. and not believe- uh, <laughs> I literally had this exact conversation about two hours ago. This okay. is so funny. Yeah. Um, so, and in Czech, an anecdote is just a funny story. Yes. Uh, and that is also true in English. Oh, 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 share, us a, share an anecdote with us. And well, that's it can, kind of it what... can be funny, yeah. but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Like, that's so the, the difference. It doesn't yeah. have to be funny. It can be generally entertaining, usually. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it doesn't even have to be entertaining. It's just like a personal story. Exactly. And the critical, the, the key word in funny or entertaining story is story. Story. Uh, it is something that only kind of applies to you. Yeah. So an anecdote, anecdotal evidence or an, an anecdotal story is something that only applies to you. Yeah. So the anecdote that this person has is that coronavirus did not result in death and a um, and the vaccine did. Yeah. That might be true for him. But just but, for his story. Yeah, but globally, the, the statistics are yeah. obviously different. Yeah. A huge thing, uh, a huge anecdotal yeah. piece so of evidence. Anecdotal mm-hmm. is the adjective. Anecdotal mm-hmm. proof, anecdotal evidence. So your evidence based on just your story. Yeah. Which is like dumb people's statistics. Exactly. You know. Uh, Sorry, so, no, that's off. fine. Cut you uh, off there. That's fine. Um, so I, I'm sure we would both agree that seatbelts save lives. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So a huge Glad thing in that. Australia, and I'm sure in many other parts of the world, is people are very, res- some people are very resistant to wearing seatbelts. Oh, yeah. And they hate wearing seatbelts. Okay, I didn't know that. And uh, so, yeah, it might just be an Australian thing. And, you know, everybody has this anecdotal, has this anecdote has this story uh, of their own that, oh, yeah, my, my uncle, he got into a car accident and uh, and the police officer <laughs> said, oh, you know, if, if you were wearing your seatbelt, you'd be dead. And it's like, <laughs> look, maybe there, I can imagine a situation where yeah. that might be true. Yeah, of course. And maybe it is true, but also maybe not. Yeah. Okay. And even if it is, just because it was true for that person doesn't mean it's going to be true for everybody else. This is what really annoys me. Mm-hmm. I, I really hope we're not going to like ostracize our whole audience after this episode because we're getting... I think this is the most uh, political or, you know. You come back from America and all of a sudden this, this is what happens. Trump and guns. <laughs> <laughs> I was having this, I'm going to go off on a tangent now. Okay. Go off on a tangent. Guys, if you don't know that word yet, you've not been listening. Go off on a freaking tangent. Yep. Odd botch it, odd tematu. I even learned it in Czech. Okay. Did you know it? No, I did not. Odd botch it, odd tematu. Okay. To turn off the topic. To go off on a tangent. I was just having a conversation with a student earlier because I'm teaching a lot more now about how I feel like, maybe it's not true, but I feel, think it is, that we, there's so many things now in the world that can divide us. There's so many like just yes or no, I'm in this camp or I'm in this camp topics. Mm-hmm. Like the first binary one, bin- yeah. binary, it's either you're super pro or you're super against. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the, the first one was probably Trump because you either fucking love Trump or you think he's the worst and there's not much kind of in between grounds in mm-hmm. my experience of some but not much mostly you either love him or hate him yep. uh, so that naturally divides half the country or half the world uh, then there was Brexit either you're really really into it or you're really really against it so that like with my family I was the only person in the whole family I think who was anti-Brexit everyone else was pro yeah. so that just naturally causes you're a issues. Ramona hmm? a Ramona 
as it to remain, but turn it into the word moan. You're moaning about it, so you moan you're, means complain. Yeah, about to, say yeah. to moan about something means to complain about something. <laughs> okay, so Jacob was a rem- yeah. remoaner. So it was Trump, that was Brexit, and now it's the coronavirus and vaccines. Either yep. you're you, you're, you're uh, either you believe in vaccines and that they work, and you believe in science, or you don't, and there's not much in between. Mm. And I just feel like this, that's all in the last five years. Suddenly there's these very, like, yes or no things. It's that, longer than that, but it's really... I just, uh, do you, don't you think that before, there's always been stuff, but there's never been stuff that was this divisive, in my opinion. I guess, like, you know, the Vietnam War and things like that, the Iraq War, but it was all kind of stuff like, okay, if you agree with the war, I, I don't, it doesn't really change my opinion about you. Sure. But these things actually change my opinion about people. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't want to be rude, but if you told me now that you don't believe in vaccines and you think they kill you, mm-hmm. or you're more likely to get coronavirus if you have a vaccine, some of this nonsense that I've heard in the last couple of weeks, it would change my opinion about you a little bit. I would still like you as a person, mm-hmm. but I would feel less comfortable talking to you about some, some things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that is because it doesn't just apply to vaccines. This is a, another thing. Because things are so divisive, yeah. I... Things align along a certain way, and it is now the case that, for example, if you, if if somebody is, let's say, anti-vaccine, you have a ninety percent success rate, if not more, of guessing that they would be like pro-gun, yeah, and pro-Trump. That's so weird. It all goes together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, because my family, my lovely mother, if you're listening. <laughs> Please turn off now. Uh, <laughs> no, she's not listening, I'm pretty sure. Uh, she's all those things. Pro-Trump, pro-Brexit. Uh, yeah, pro-Brexit, anti-vaccine, mm-hmm. pro-guns. Yep. And I feel like it goes together. Like, either you're all of those things or you're you're not any of those things. Yeah. Really. Like, guns, I, I, I could take it or leave it. I'm, you know. But the other ones, I'm, you know. It's just interesting how people's personalities seem to either go one or the other way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's this has definitely uh, gotten worse over. The, like, yeah, you are you are correct. Like, it has definitely gotten worse. I would say that it came to a head. It has come to a head over the past five or six yeah. years or so. Yeah. So to come to a head is when a situation really kind of comes to the boiling point. Yes, which yeah. we've explained in the past. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. Um, it, it it gets to a point where it's like it's really serious. Like yeah. there are a bunch of contributing factors. And they then come together and then create a new, very intense situation. Mm. Um, so these things oh, the, really... The, the dictionary says a situation reaches a point where something must be done about it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's quite, that's quite good. Yeah. Well, yeah. look, I would say that uh, 2016 was definitely a... Uh, <laughs> rough year. <laughs> a rough year where things needed to be done about certain things. And Man, I wouldn't be surprised hard. if Trump uh, made the coronavirus himself. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, if, you are, if you're a listener and you're anti-vaccine or pro-Trump, it's okay. We still love you. It's mm-hmm. okay. I think it's totally all right to have different opinions and, and still like each other. You know? Just try to make them well-informed opinions. Yeah. That's what I like. Read some scientific papers. Don't mm-hmm. just read a Facebook comment and base your whole life on that. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, yeah, so I got drunk with these dudes in this dive bar. They were, you know, going on about the guns and the vaccine. And I was like, I was like, there's these 10 dudes here, all of, all of whom 
are armed. Yeah. Most yeah, likely yeah. they've got guns armed. They're probably packing heat. They're packing heat. Yeah, so packing yeah. heat is a way to say <laughs> that they are armed, that yeah. they have guns on. There's a lot of ways. You can also say they're carrying. Yep. Yeah, are you carrying right now? Mm-hmm. You can just say, are you packing? Yeah. You'd understand me if I was like, hey, bro, are you packing? Are you packing right now? Mm-hmm. You can say, yeah, I'm packing heat, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever packed heat? Now, so the way that you sound, <laughs> man, the, the way that you said that sounded just a little bit sexual. Sorry. Um, no, I mean, like I've, uh, I've I've shot guns before. But oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, both in the Philippines and in the Czech Republic. Yep. Like in self defense or like no. <laughs> like target practice. target practice. Right. Yeah, because Philippines, who knows? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, just uh, uh, just in um, yeah. just for fun. Okay, just for fun. Yeah, and it was fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, and these, uh, basically, long, long story short, these guys ended up inviting me to a ranch. Okay. They're like, hey, bro, do you want to come to our ranch and ride some horses? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I feel like that's where I'm going to say no. Okay. You know, that's a step too far for uh-huh. me because I was there to see my friends. I was like, if I go to this ranch, who knows if I'll ever get off? Uh-huh. You know, I could be in the ranch forever. Who knows? Sure. Who knows? This could have been a, uh, a deliverance moment. <laughs> It could have got nasty. Mm-hmm. It could have got nasty. Anyway, so I spent a week in Texas, had some good food, great breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, I posted all this stuff on the Instagram. Okay. So if you're not following us on Instagram already, English for Czech people, check us out. Um, and then I went to Nebraska for a week to stay with my friends there. And that's okay. when we had the Thanksgiving. And that's when they took me shooting for the first time because okay. they're obviously pro-gun. Mm-hmm. They had a few guns in the house. Kind of freaked me out a bit because I was just watching some TV, kind of chilling. Then the guy comes into the room with a fucking massive shotgun. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, are we still friends? Like, what's, <laughs> what's, what's going on? That just makes me a little bit nervous when there's a gun waving in your direction, you sure. know. Um, and he just showed me how to use the guns. He's like, hey, we're going to take you out shooting. I was like, okay. So we went shooting. It was fine. I don't really care, but it was fine. I was, re- I was reasonably good. Did you see the photo? Of my target that I hit. No, I did not. Man, can I show you? Because um, okay. I'm quite proud. This was my first time ever shooting a gun. Hey, look at you. Um, so the guy's, uh, the, the, my, the, the girlfriend, her dad came and he was in the military for a long time. Um, not like a soldier, but he did a lot of shooting. So this was my first ever target. Okay. So the, the six here, that's the first one that I was practicing on. And then I went down from here. So I went for the seven, the eight, just one shot on each. This was a pistol, with a pistol about seven meters. Okay. And then the five. I got, wow. Look how freaking good I got. Yeah, dude. Four, three. Because you can see this wasn't multiple tries. This was just one. Yeah. Then the two. And then I went boom, boom, boom. That's, that's really good, dude. That's very <laughs> impressive. I was disturbed at how good I was. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm a natural killer. <laughs> 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 I should never touch a gun again. I'm fucking lethal. <laughs> blow people's eyes out from 50 uh-huh. yards. You will blow them away. You fucking blow them away. Yeah. With all that heat unpacking. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was a nice trip. Um, one big difference I noticed is what the people look like. Okay. Uh, not to be rude, but they are pretty gross. Okay. Pretty gross. Uh, don't look after themselves. I think even if they did, it wouldn't help. Okay, then. The genes are not on their side, you know? Right. It was actually funny. Like, I'm slightly joking, but also not. Uh, a lot of them were fat. Mm-hmm. A solid, I would say, 75% of the people I saw were fat. Especially in Texas. Yeah. yeah. Everything's big in Texas. Everything. Big. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. A uh, lot of fatties. A lot of mm-hmm. fatties. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and not good looking fatties either. It was not a good look. But even the not fat ones were just not good looking. Okay. I don't know. It just looked like unhealthy people. It looked like multiple generations of being unhealthy, sure. and this is the result. Right. That's what happens when you be unhealthy when you're unhealthy for seventy years. Okay, then. You know. All right. It just uh, you could just feel it. And when I got off the plane back in Prague, it was like the difference was so stark. Good. Yeah, I was going to suggest that stark yeah. is. When you want to say like a strong difference, but yeah. strong is not very. It's, I was going to say strong. I was like, actually, that's boring English. Stark difference. Yes. The difference was so stark. I was like, there's more good-looking, healthy, not just like hot. I mean, like good-looking, normal-looking, healthy-looking people in this one room than mm -hmm. I saw in two weeks in in America. Yeah, you know, I saw like I think maybe three good-looking people in the time I was there. Okay, and one was a lesbian. Okay, yeah. Which, right. which I found out to my detriment. Okay, much to your chagrin. <laughs> much to my chagrin. Okay, we went. We went to this nice cocktail bar, a speakeasy, nineteen twenty speakeasy. Hey, classy. Uh, a speakeasy uh, was like an illegal hidden pub in the twenties and early thirties during prohibition yes. in the states when alcohol was illegal, and uh, there was these people would hide their pubs and stuff. So usually it was like in someone's basement. In this case, it was like in a shop, but like hidden behind a bookshelf. Mm. Pretty cool. So you yeah. went into this like it looked like a little place to buy cigarettes, and you and there was didn't even say anything about a bar outside. But my friends knew about it. I went in. I was like, "Hey, can we get a drink?" And she's like, "Sure." <laughs> opens up the opens up the bookcase, and then it like goes down some steps into this like like dimly lit uh, bar. It's pretty cool. Okay. And there was like actually quite a good looking waitress there. Mm -hmm. And I might have been a little bit drunk, and I might have said a bit loudly. I was like, "Finally, a good looking person." <gasps> Dude, but like, not control yourself. Not, not, not loudly, please. not loudly, not loudly, loudly. Mm. You know. But she turned around, and she came back, and she's like, "What did you say?" And I was like, "Oh, sorry. It's just uh, you're one of the first good-looking waitresses that I've seen in the two weeks I've been here." Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Oh, thanks. It's really nice." She's like, "I'm afraid I'm a lesbian." Okay. And I was like, "Ah, well, I wasn't going to ask you out anyway, so it would have okay. been weird." But you know, there we go. Right. Man, Chris. Yeah, where know, are we at? Do you know what we've not done? Hi, I'm Jacob, <laughs> and this is Chris from Australia. I'm Jacob from England. We're your teachers from a distance, and today we're going to be teaching you some good stuff. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that 58 minutes of warm-up conversation. <laughs> we uh, completely forgot. We did. Oh, we did. that's oh, look, embarrassing. We are a little bit rusty we after are. being away from a couple. After being away for a man, while, man, we are here rusty. We are on, um, uh, here we are on episode 11. Oh man, yeah. Episode 11. 11? Yeah, episode yep. 11 of English for Czech people. The idea usually is we have, a, we have a chat like this, usually lasting about 30, 40 minutes, and we kind of teach you the interesting words, as we've been doing. And then what we usually do is our word of the week and our chinglish and useful things, which, mm -hmm. you know what, we didn't do last time either. Yeah, so we, we have to do least, it today. Yeah, we, yeah. All right, so guys, we're going to take a little quick break, and we're going to come back with our word of the week for this week. All right, guys, we're back for Word of the Week. Let's keep it short and snappy today. Chris, do you want to start us off? Uh, sure. Okay. Oh, geez. Hopefully I remember what it is in Czech. Okay. Um, my Word of the Week is odpoitz. This is quite okay. a mundane or boring word. It is a bit. Yep. Um, so in English, this translates to to unplug. 
So when you have your phone charger or your laptop or whatever uh, plugged into a socket, mm -hmm. uh, an outlet or a power point and you want to remove it, you unplug it. Mm -hmm. But the, uh, the reason why I- uh, Yeah, why'd you have, choose this one? Because it has another meaning kind of, okay. which is perhaps what you did oh. over the past three weeks. Right, yeah, okay. So to unplug is another way of saying to relax with an extra bit of meaning on top of it. Okay, so when you go on holiday, you want to relax, mm -hmm. okay? And depending on how you like to, you might unplug. Um, and that means like to not pay attention to your uh, electronic devices. You will not yeah. read your email. You will not go onto Instagram. Disconnect from the internet, basically. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You and will your not, phone. Yep. And t television, everything. Yeah. Like people were still unplugging in the early 90s. All right. And yeah. before that, like, well, not watching TV. Like counts as unplugging? I would say so. I don't sure. think so. I would because Look, what, it's obviously no, more so. useful now. Yeah. But uh, I would say unplug is like to get off the internet. Yeah. That's what I would say. Because often when I do unplug, I want to watch TV and chill. So I don't count that as not unplugging. Okay, well, I, I would say that it does. Okay, but we can agree to disagree. Sure, yeah. yeah. But basically, it means to like remove um, digital uh, technological influences yeah. from your life for a period of time. Have some analog time. Yes. Go analog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I sadly did not unplug. I didn't get the chance to unplug as much as I wanted because, you know, there's things to do. Mm -hmm. People to email, angry clients. Oh, man. So I, had, I did about three hours of work a day. Oh, wow. Wow. Quite, yeah. That's not a holiday, dude. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. That's one of the, one of the drawbacks of running this shit, you yes. know. Never stops. Okay. Uh, so that's it. Uh, to unplug is my word of the week. Sweet. What's your word of the week, Jacob? My word of the week seems like an easy one. Okay. The word itself is easy, but the sentence construction is so different in English and Czech. Okay. So my word for this week is um, uh, zbivat, zbivat, which in English is to be left. Okay. For example, you can say, we've got about 10 minutes of this podcast left. Okay. Okay. Or with food, you know, we're eating a pizza and you can say, oh, there's two slices left. Would you like one? Okay. So... The reason we're doing this one as my word of the week today is because in Czech, the thinking about it is completely different. Because they say, like, nam, there is left to us two slices. But nam or nam, I'm not sure which one. nam dvě plátky. But in English, we, don't, we say, there are two slices left. So it's to be left. Um, or we could say, um, we've... Yeah, we have 10 minutes of this podcast left. So sure. check this would be like, it's bivainam, deset minute of this podcast or whatever. So it's just a different way of thinking thinking about it. Uh, if, you're, if you get good at doing the positive sentence, you know, we've got 10 minutes left. Mm -hmm. Try and think about how you would say it in a question. If you want to know, kolik, mm -hmm. I don't know, oh man, this is going to be difficult, but kolik nams biva. Uh, ten ten, ten hehele podcast. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, that was probably atrocious check, but mm -hmm. this would be, Jonas, uh, how much of the podcast do we have left? Or okay. how many minutes are left mm -hmm. in the podcast? Okay. About seven minutes, I would guess. Okay. okay. So just remember, it's to be left 
and left always goes at the end. Maybe that's like the, the pro tip about how to remember how to use it. Mm -hmm. So we have blah, 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 left. Mm -hmm. Or there is blah, 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 left. Well, uh, okay. Right? Like how many weeks are left in the year? Yeah, I would say that the in a year is like the kind of like last extra bit of the sentence, kind of like an add-on. Sure. Say how many years are left, that's kind of like the main clause. And mm -hmm. then in a year, it's okay. like you're just adding the, the time on. Yeah. Yeah, how many months are left? Of this year. Okay. Well, less than one. There are yeah. four weeks left in this year as yeah. of recording. Yeah, I think we did pretty good to get, uh, well, we're going to get at least two or three more done this year. Uh, we did quite a lot this year. I think we so. Did pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, so yeah, so that's my word to be left. Okay. Um, what about Chinglish? Should we do it? Go on. Yeah, let's do it. Screw it. All right, guys. Uh, let's just get straight into it. We don't need a break, do we? No, I'm let's fine. do it. Let's do it. So Chinglish and useful things for this week is... We didn't have this last time, I don't think. We oh, didn't have anything last time. Oh, man. I've forgotten what's next. This is embarrassing because we had... All right, we're going to take a quick break, guys, and we're going to come back with our Chinglish. <laughs> we're taking a break Once I've worked all. out what the hell it is. All right, <laughs> okay. see you in a second. All right, guys, welcome back. So Chinglish and useful things for this week, now I've checked it, is how to say in English, uh, in the world... Niekto je lini, a niekto je pracoviti. So this word niekto, most people think is someone, and it can be in most cases. But if you say in the world someone is lazy and someone is hardworking, that means literally one guy, one dude. It's liter It's yeah. in the word, it's someone. Someone, just one. One dude is lazy and one dude is hardworking, which is not what you want to say. You want to talk about people in general. So you have to change it. You have to say some people. Quite logical when you think about it, of course. But the point is in Czech, they don't distinguish between some people and someone. It's the same word, nyekto. But for us, it matters. Is it one guy or is it people in general? Lots of people. So you can say, in my company, some people are really awesome and some people are kind of average. Not in, a, not in this company. Mm -hmm. We're all awesome. Absolutely. Obviously. Uh, but in some of our clients, some of our clients, some people are really grateful for our services and some like to bitch about everything. <laughs> That's not really true. That is true. That is true. But there we go. Okay. Makes sense? Sure. Some people don't say someone because it means literally just one dude. And this is actually uh, something that we say as like, a, a, a form of like exasperation like you're in a negative interaction with somebody all right and you're just like oh my god some people some people some people are just like this person yeah. i just interacted with but we just say some people yeah you know like god that guy yeah get a load of this guy some people eh and then that's it yeah yeah well there we go that was the episode today guys i think uh we talked about kangaroo meat mm -hmm. Bit of America, bit of guns, bit of politics. We got pretty divisive today. We went all Dave Chappelle on people today. <laughs> <laughs> so, quick uh, recap of what we've done, um, word-wise. I was going to ask you, what's your what you think about this? Do you think we should keep up, uh, keep doing the revision of the words from last time, or just say, guys, just go back and listen to the last episode? Or should is it helpful to have that little, you know, five-minute recap from last time? Um, so, I'm like, is it adding things or is it annoying? Uh, maybe if somebody hadn't, uh, if somebody hasn't listened to the previous yeah. episode, previous it might, it episode, it might interest them in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Okay, I think we'll stick with it. But if you're listening and you'd like to let us know if you want us to keep doing our revision or not, or anything else you'd like to ask us, any questions about English, uh, any questions for me and Chris, whatever you like, you can email us at podcast at efcp.cz, uh, which reminds me that we got a listener question as well. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, this listener question was from a guy called Zbigniew. Mm-hmm. And this is our first listener question we've had from someone that we don't personally know and we're not connected to in any way. So, Zbigniew, thank you for your question. Let me just open up my emails here. Uh, what was the fucking question? Uh, oh, yeah. His question was, uh, if, what's the difference? Well, firstly, he said that uh, we're doing a great job with the podcasts. Uh, apparently, we've filled the empty space on the Czech podcast scene. Mm-hmm. Not sure if that's true, but that would be cool. I'm all about filling empty spaces. Uh, <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, so I, was, I, I led you into that one. Um, so his question was about if there's any difference between at all and whatsoever. Um, and I'm pretty sure that there isn't a difference because mm-hmm. you can say, I don't like Trump at all mm-hmm. or I don't like Trump whatsoever. It sounds the same to me. Yeah, You agree with that? I've not really been able to think of The only difference I can think of is when you give a one word or like a one phrase answer and you say, do you like Trump? You would say, not at all. Yes. If I said not whatsoever. That's weird. That's weird. Yes. So when it's like a full sentence, they're both basically the same. Mm-hmm. I don't eat tomatoes at all. I don't eat tomatoes whatsoever. But if you say, do you eat tomatoes? You say, not at all. Yeah. But not whatsoever sounds pretty strange. I would just strange. say that at all is... More common. Yeah. At, It's yeah, much more I common. I should have mentioned that. It's more common. Yeah. Not at all. It sounds much more natural to say, yeah. I haven't seen the show at all yeah. instead of I haven't seen the show whatsoever. Yeah. Like whatsoever is still used. I would use it if I really wanted to emphasize something. I think so as well. Yeah. In like a negative so, way. I don't like him whatsoever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like really, because you can stress the word a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So quick revision. From, so that's our, that's our listener question. Thank you, Zbigniew. If anyone else has got some questions, feel free to email them in. Um, all right, so what we've done today, noble is like doing something nice for someone else. Uh, to sneak in and to sneak out and to be sneaky. Uh, a letdown, a disappointment, a letdown. And to let someone down, don't let me down. Um, to go up to so- to go up to someone is like in a, or in a reception desk, I would, I would say, or in a bar or something. But to go over to someone is like you walk towards them when you're in the same room. That was really nice. Um, Then we had also anecdote. I think that's quite nice. I think it's probably enough. And I'll put those words into the app in the podcast section. The app's called English for Czech People. You can download it on iOS and Android. And we've got all of the words that we choose um, for our words of the week come from the intermediate level. So if you kind of like this level of words that we're doing, you should. I would recommend most people to start on intermediate. Because even if you're really good... I think probably still there'll be quite a few that you don't know. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's it's worth starting there. Sure. Yeah. So that was our episode of the week. Um, like I've said, we're on Instagram. We're also on YouTube. We're English for Czech people on there. Uh, we've got a, a lot of videos coming out on there, about two or three a week. Some from our Essential English course, some from Teach English and Useful Things. So if you like this stuff we've been doing, like some, someone and somebody, it's more stuff like that. Um, and when they're ready, the full courses will be on our website, efcp.cz. Um, they're going to be ready about halfway through next year. Okay. So until then, we're going to put them on YouTube for free. 
Okay. And then we'll put them on the website and just put extra stuff on the YouTube. Uh, yeah. So Instagram, YouTube app, website. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, feel free to give us some stars. Do you think that? I think that was a five star. I think so. Yeah. yeah. This, was, this was good. That was great. We did. We did a good job today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty much it for me, Chris. Anything you'd like to add on? No. Just want to say thanks again. Yeah. Uh, for listening. Thank you uh, to those watching us on YouTube. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for people watching. Don't forget to like, uh, comment, and subscribe. Yes. And no, that's it. Thank you. And very leave much us for something listening. in the comments. Try and use the. Try and use the. This to be left. Zbivanam. Tell us about how much of something you've got left. How many years you got left in university, or you know, how much whiskey you got left in your glass after this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. How much patience you have left with us Probably after much. the past two weeks? Goddamn, guys, get to the <laughs> fucking point. Goddamn. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you in episode twelve. Ciao, okay. See you then. Bye. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not our smoothest ending, but that's fine. Yeah. All right.